is up. We're going to show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, cfp.com. If you'll jump in, be a part of the show, questions, comments, even your disagreements. Social media links and email can be found at financialcoachingradio.com. What the heck? is up or has been going on with lumber prices are they up are they down according to fortune magazine the lumber bubble burst here's what we can expect next after climbing to historic heights this spring lumber prices are headed back down and fast last week the cash price per thousand board feet of lumber fell 211 dollars not two, but by $211, according to the industry trade publication Random Links. That's down 27% from its all-time high on May 28th. We are in free fall, said Andy Goodman, the CEO of Sherwood Lumber. He told Fortune in the lumber futures market prices are down even more, dropping 47% since going above 1700 on May 10th. So that's pretty impressive. So where are we headed? Uh, according to the New York Times, as lumber prices fall, the threat of inflation loses its bite. Costs soared partly because of do-it-yourselfers spending stimulus checks. But the month of declines show that consumers aren't about to trigger runaway increases. From sawmills to store shelves to your own, lo- your own hammer swings, lumber can tell you a lot about what's going on in the economy right now. And I've, I've said that for years, and I've never had anything that sticks out that validates that uh, like today. You know, real estate and real estate investment trust, mutual funds that contain real estate, ETFs that contain real estate, uh, they are a very good hedge for inflation. Why is that? Because if lumber, if lumber prices go up, if material prices go up for anything having to do with residential, commercial real estate, labor prices, insurance costs, all the things that go on to build and construct property or a building or a home. That is a very good driver or indicator of inflation. And if inflation is there in those items that I just mentioned, then real estate is going to increase or the values is going to increase along with that. And if inflation is there, which it would be in that case, real estate hedges against that. Nothing more prevalent or relevant than what we've seen. Now, just because lumber had this huge bubble, hopefully it comes down, gets back to normal sooner rather than later. As I mentioned, it's fell, what, over 200 bucks in just the last few weeks. That's per the footboard, whatever, how they they uh, they price that out or, or forecast that. But uh, with inflation, you know, we haven't really seen a whole lot of this overall general inflation. It's there. It's more than it has been in the past. It's not running rampant. That's one of the big fear-mongering tactics that's out there. They want us to believe that inflation is going to come back to be 3 4 5 6%. No one knows if that's the case. It could be. But anyway, from sawmills to store shelves to your own hammer, lumber can tell you a lot about what's going on in the economy. Lumber prices soared over the past year. Frustrating would be do-it-yourselfers jacking up the cost of new homes and serving as a compelling talking point in the debate of whether government stimulus efforts risk the return of 1970s-style inflation. The housing and renovation boom drove insatiable demand for lumber, even as the pandemic idled mills that had already been slowed by an anemic construction sector since the 2008 financial crisis. What? 
what somebody making that up people mill sawmills lumber mills are still hurting from 2008 oh lumber futures surged to an unprecedented height speaking at more than 1600 per thousand board feet in early may but since then prices for those same plywood sheets and pressure treated planks have tumbled as mills restarted and ramped up production and some customers put off their purchases until prices came down it's a dance of supply and demand that has reassured many experts and the federal reserve in their belief that painful price spikes for everything from airline tickets to used cars will abate as the economy gets back to normal so that's good news right if you've got a used car to sell, good luck finding another one to buy unless you're buying new. But now you can get a heck of a price if you're selling your used car. And if you're in the you're trying to build a home, trying to build anything as far as real estate related, uh, it looks like the, the bad times are behind us. We shall see. Many of the extreme price spikes in recent months are likely to reverse for economics 101 reasons, says Chief Economist at Goldman Sachs. What is the economics 101 reason? Well, supply and demand. Lumber prices in the futures market, for example, are down more than 45% from their peak, slipping below $1,000 for the first time in months. So that's still high. Between 2009 and 19 prices average less than $400 per thousand board feet. But the sell-off has been gaining momentum over the last few weeks. The price has fallen in 11 of the 12 last trading sessions, including 0.5% drop to settle uh, just the other day below 900. So just think about that. It was $1,600 per that board feet, whatever. Not getting into the minutia of that. And now it's at around 900. That's huge. It's a huge drop. Why have prices fallen so fast as it relates to lumber? It's partly because they set off a surge of production at the country's roughly 3,000 sawmills, mostly concentrated in the rich belt of southern yellow pine that stretches from the woods of East Texas to the Carolinas. Mills buzz back to life in a rush to sell wood for prices few would have imagined possible a few years ago. Nobody's not, nobody's not running capacity right now. That's a weird way of saying that everyone's operating at capacity. A sawmill and timber company in the north central Mississippi town of Granada. That's the sales manager there. In Alabama, uh, another lumber company is adding a second shift to meet demand. In Arkansas, Resolute Forest Products has invested about $11 million so far to restart a mill that the previous owner had idled. Yeah, what? A little late to the game, aren't you, boss? Could have got up in there when prices were high. Anyway, considering the best business climate, the business climate, the continued demand for lumber, we certainly have tried to move that along as quickly and safely as we can manage, says the executive at one a lumber company called Resolute. In the meantime, while the price declines filter into our consumer market, demand has cooled down. The do-it-yourself sector is not as robust as it was a year ago. I guess everybody was out there. Let's, you know, I'm home for COVID. Let's, let's, let's honey, you want to do an addition? Let's, let's, let's go down to Home Depot and get us some lumber. Build this, this addition. I guess, man, you know, I just can't, you know, that's my thought there is, yeah, I'm sure there was more people doing that during the, the downtime and off time and working from home pandemic stuff. 
but are that many people capable of 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 doing those projects thus enough to drive demand that high that's that sounds like just a cop-out to me the professional building industry the largest source of demand for lumber duh is also decelerating from a breakneck pace with some builders citing high prices for wood as a reason to hold off construction those decisions by consumers and companies are a major reason some analysts think that the recent rise in inflation is a result of temporary mismatches in supply and demand, and I concur. I think people have raised prices uh, as a COVID or co use COVID as an excuse to raise prices. I think demand did kind of spike in some areas. I think production was down, supply was down, and that's probably the biggest driver of this. And we've seen you know, used cars going through the roof, lumber prices going through the roof, but I think the bad times are over. The Federal Reserve has created trillions of new dollars since the coronavirus hit and kept interest rates low. At the same time, the federal government is running record deficits driven by spending on relief measures like stimulus checks, unemployment benefits, and small business relief efforts. So there you be, talking about the local or the national economy as it relates to all of this craziness we've seen. I think we'll be back to normal in all aspects sooner rather than later. So hopefully you did not build a home and buy your lumber during the last 18 months or maybe 12 months, 8 months, somewhere in there. Because you, looks like you, may have overpaid. Patience is a virtue, not one that I usually have, but sometimes it pays off. Right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Keep it locked in. We're going to take our short break. We'll be back right after this. We'll talk a little bit about estate planning and Biden's capital gains tax proposal. On the way and much more right here on WGNS and Financial Coaching Radio. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. I am back and Financial Coaching Radio is back and let's jump on into estate planning and some of the major mistakes we can learn or lessons we can learn from celebrity estate planning mistakes. Uh, What's the old adage or saying? Those who do not learn from their mistakes or learn from the past are doomed to repeat it in estate planning. Excuse me. If you do not learn from others' mistakes, you are likely to repeat them. Mistakes in estate planning. Excuse me. Mistakes in estate planning are high-profile celebrities is one of the very weird way we can learn the lesson of what not to do. First up on the list, James Gandolfini. And many of these we've talked about when they were current events on Financial Coaching Radio. But let's revisit some of these. 
What did James Gandolfini do? Left only 20% of his estate to his wife. If he had left more of his estate to his wife, the estate tax on that gift would have been avoided. The result of not maximizing his tax savings in his estate was that of 55% of his total estate, including a significant art collection, which went to pay estate taxes. So he, and surely he was advised on this, right? He's probably like, you know, I'd rather give it to daggum government, give it to my wife. I'm just kidding. I'm speculating. Obviously, that was probably a mistake. He could have passed it along to her, to someone else, or whatever his ultimate goal was. In a more tax-efficient matter, you got to consider taxes if you're a high-net-worth individual. It's all like, obviously, I, we can speculate. He did not want his, you know, a huge chunk of his estate to go to taxes. He would have liked it to probably go anywhere but there, even charity. So that was a goof-up. James Brown, the godfather of soul, godfather of funk. James Brown left the copyrights to his music to an educational foundation, his tangible assets to his children, and $2 million to educate his grandchildren. Man, what way to go, James. Due to the ambiguous language in his documents, his girlfriend and her children sued, and six years later, after the payment of millions in estate taxes, his estate was finally settled. Ambiguous language. Well, this means he didn't no, argue them. This is what they argued, whether it was true or not, that he really wasn't clear about what he wanted to happen. Sounded like he pretty damn clear. You know, copyrights to education foundation, hard assets, tangible stuff to children, two million dollars to education, two million in cash. I assume to educate grandchildren. Seems pretty black and white there. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson had a trust, but he never funded the trust. This is a big misstep for folks, even like you or I. There's a big sales pitch of financial planners and attorneys and whoever else that can make money off selling revocable living trust. They have all they have lots of upside and lots of benefits, but the issue is is actually funding them correctly and keeping them funded. If a trust is not funded, it doesn't do you any good. It's not worth the paper. It's printed on. There, said it. So if you're going to go through the complexity of setting up a trust as your major or main estate planning document, make sure you actually get it funded. Don't be like Michael. Howard Hughes, the crazy billionaire. Howard Howard Hughes wished to give $2.5 billion to go for medical research. He had no valid written will could be discovered. His fortune was instead divided among his 22 cousins. I guess he had no children. Dang. Though Hughes Aircraft Company was gifted to the Hughes Medical Institute prior to his death. Man, Michael Crichton. Who is this guy? He's a famous author. Survived by his pregnant second wife. His son was born after his death, but since his will and trust did not anticipate a child being born after his death, his daughter from a previous marriage tried to exclude his son. Ain't that a shame? You know, you know he probably wanted that child to get something, and that daughter just being greedy. What can we learn from that? Be clear. Get a plan. It doesn't mean that your estate won't be contested. It won't. Anybody can sue anybody for anything. But if you lay out clear, concise language in your estate planning documents, whether it's a will or a trust or power, whatever it is, you're more likely to have your assets go where you want it to go. And I get it. You don't want to, they don't want to think about it. I'll get to it tomorrow. I'm not dying. You don't know that. Estate planning is not about you. Estate planning is about the people in your life that you're going to leave behind. It's about your spouse. It's about your girlfriend, whatever. 
It's about your children, your grandchildren, your mama, your daddy. That's who it's about. You don't want them to have the hassle of distributing assets and not knowing what to do with all your stuff and having to pay attorneys and eat all this cost and pay the IRS. Just do the planning. Be an adult. Basic plan that you update regularly is better than no plan, even if it's not some complicated tax-saving trust. Uh, Casey Kasem, Casey Kasem, Casey Kasem's wife and children of his prior marriage fought over his end-of-life care, even the disposition of his body. The result was an embarrassing scene, including kidnapping and theft of his. Oh my lord! They stole his body. I forgot about that. They stole Casey Kasem's body because he did not have clear language. My lord, how awful is that? Prince and Aretha Franklin, both music stars, died without a will. I get that you get so big and you just don't care and you think everything's taken care of. Uh, it's the same thing. Doesn't matter if you have a you have a dollar or ten billion dollars. We are all human. We all put off what we could do today till tomorrow, and we think it's not going to happen to us. And I get it. We get busy. Life's busy sometimes, but. Take the time, sit down, a few hours, a couple hours this week, a couple hours next month, and you'll have your estate plan done. Look for the right type of person to help you with that. I recommend an estate planning attorney that's simply an attorney that focuses his practice on estate planning. If you're high net worth, you need to find someone who deals with high net worth people. If you're an everyday Joe, find an estate planner that focuses more on that. Maybe in conjunction with your CPA and certainly your certified financial planner. There's all different insights from those people that can put together the right plan for you. And it's ever-changing. It's not a set-it-and-forget-it type thing because laws are always changing. What else we got here? That would be it on the list. I skipped a couple. Doris Duke. Who else? Somebody else. Crichton, there was a correction there. So there are tons and tons and tons of tons of celebrity estate planning mistakes, usually revolving around no one really knows what their true wishes was, were, or was, whatever the correct English term is, where their assets should be going, and then the family squabbles, and it costs lots of money, and it wastes lots of time, and people get greedy, or you don't know what to do with their body. It's it's sad. It's sad. So take the time. Take the effort. I tell, you know, I, I, everyone's bad about this. The things that you care about is where you spend your money. You're like, well, I don't care about money. Money's not important. That's not what I'm saying. What is in your, whatever you're spending your money on and where you're allocating your resources is what truly is most important to you. If you are devoting no time or money to this thing, you can claim all day you want, all you want that that's important to you, but it's not. So make this a priority. Make your family a priority. If you have children, they talk about if you have minor children, if you have minor children, children that aren't adults, who is going to care for them if you or their father or mother is not around? Have you named someone? Well, my mother will do it, my daddy, my, my sister. That's all fine, and they might. But you don't know what their situation is going to be when you pass away. And since you didn't name them ahead of hand, someone, you're going to have, they're going to have to go to court and be appointed as conservator or guardian. 
you don't want to put it in the hands of the court even though that is probably the likelihood of what will happen you are the adult plan it properly in advance get an estate plan all in conjunction to a total comprehensive financial plan after this break we'll briefly spend some time on biden's tax proposal how it's affecting estate planning that is on the way right here on financial coaching radio we're back i'm going in the sunshine of your life would you like your business to be more efficient well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice, buy investments. We can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy it can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Welcome back to The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to peddle, no live event tickets to push. I'll leave that to the other show. They are so good at that hidden agenda. I don't Financial Coaching Radio. We just talk about real deal topics, help you make better money decisions. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, jasonqualscfp.com, for all about me. You want to jump in with email questions, comments, social media questions, comments. Click email the show, social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. I am one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in the area. What is fee-only? It means I am not compensated in any other fashion but by my clients. And I have no conflicts of interest. Now, maybe I do, but not in the sense of financial. I have biases, of course. But if I recommend you do this or don't do that, don't do it do it doesn't change my financial life one way or the other because i'm paid for my time and expertise that's what a fee only financial advisor does make sure you're working with one jason qualls cfp.com biden joe biden president joe biden capital gains tax proposal puts estate planners to work were they not working before i would assume they were estate planners for the wealthiest americans are combing through the Biden administration's proposed tax increases, hunting for ways to sidestep the potential hit from higher taxes on investment income and new capital gains taxes at death. 
the result is early strategizing about making gifts this year before some changes would take effect. Our clients are resigned to the fact that taxes will go up, says one estate planner. President Biden has proposed raising the top capital gains rate to 43% from almost 24% and taking appreciated assets at death as if they had been sold. Under current law, appreciated assets held until death escaped income tax. Heirs pay capital gains taxes only when they are a sale and only gain since the prior death's owner. That's stepped up basis rules. He's wanting to do away with stepped up. So in essence, he wants to raise capital gains taxes for the high income earners, the wealthy, if you want to call it that. Not everyone who makes high income is wealthy. They just make a lot of money. They spend and waste a lot of money. So raise capital gains taxes on those folks, and he wants to get rid of stepped up basis. Man, I just don't... That's where... It's an issue, right? What stepped up basis? So let's say I go out. Let's make it easy. I go out and buy a hundred thousand dollar rental property. Not going to make it a residence, and we're going to keep it simple. Just a hundred thousand dollars. Let's make it land. I'm not even going to rent it. Hundred thousand dollar piece of land, and I hold on to that sucker for thirty years, and then I die, and I leave it to my son. And that piece of property is now worth say a million. Maybe it was property I owned that was off medical center. <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. And a hundred thousand dollar property that I paid for it is now worth a million, and I die, and now my son owns this million, and I leave it to my son because I had a property estate plan. I have no other inheritance taxes because I'm not worth over the exemption amount. And my son is sitting there with this million dollar property. He's like, I don't want this property. I have no use for this. I'm gonna sell it, and he sells it for one million dollars. Well, since the value of that property was $1 million when I died, that is my son's inherited tax basis. So his basis is now the value of uh, the value of that property at death, which is $1 million. He sells it for $1 million. There is no gain on that amount of money. Because he inherited it worth $1 million. He sold it for $1 million. No capital gains tax. Even though if I would have sold it while alive, there would be a $900,000 gain. That is stepped up cost tax basis. Biden wants that to go away. Uh, Acting now entails using a room available to get assets to heirs and trusts this year without paying gift taxes. The lifetime exemption is now $11.7 million per person, meaning you can give up to $11 million per person. And people who didn't move assets after Mr. Biden's election have incentive to do so now. Under Biden's proposal, making gifts of appreciated assets this year wouldn't trigger capital gains taxes, but doing so next year would yield taxation. So he's going to yield, change that as well. So I don't dive too deep in tax law changes or speculation because you just don't know. I mean, you don't know. He can say he wants to do this, that, or the other. It don't mean he's going to get it passed. And we all know that the last 20 years, every Democrat's ever ran for office or got elected has wanted to. They've all made a bunch of smack talk about changing gun laws and tax laws. And some things they get done and most they do not. And there's no sense in worrying about it until they actually get it done. So I think, you know, I think what's going to happen, I think he probably will get the capital gains tax rate changed for some people. I, I don't know if he'll get stepped up basis to go away. I do think he will lower the inheritance or estate tax exemption uh, down from almost 12 million to maybe half that. That's my speculation. You no, know, it is what it's worth. It's not worth much. Uh, Mr. Biden's plan to impose capital gains taxes on assets held at death and on gifts after they were had, 
and gifts as if they had been sold includes a $1 million per person exemption. It would retain the existing exemption for gains on principal residences, deferrals for family-owned businesses, and farms. So there's going to be a leeway there if you're not just passing on a lot of property. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Typically, and this may change things. I don't know if it'll change it for this or ever. The estate tax is a voluntary tax for most people. If you go back to the estate planning segment, about celebrity mistakes if you plan and you plan properly with the right experts cfp state planning attorney and cpa you're going to minimize if not do away with any inheritance taxes for your heirs if you have done that so most people are are in the know on this and they just make sure that they do the proper planning don't let it be you who does not do the proper planning If you do not have a certified financial planner as the head coach of your financial planning team, your CPA, your estate planner, your insurance guy, your insurance girl, probably got holes in your financial life. Jason Qualls, CFP.com to find out what I do, how I do it, and what makes my financial planning practice so unique. This is Financial Coaching Radio. We're back right after this short break. Keep it locked in right here on that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages. This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848-1072 or online at THWCPA.com. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonqualscfp.com. back to the show glad you're with me today and every day right here on WGNS at four o'clock every day online anytime at financialcoachingradio.com the podcasts are there again financialcoachingradio.com real quickly before i get out of here something yeah i've been doing this for over two decades and had a, you know, I used to study a lot, still study a lot, try to keep them in the know on everything that's going on in the financial playing world. But every now and then, something comes across, comes at me that's new. And something I recently discovered, as far as anyone who has a business to sell, and they're going to pay capital gains tax, there is something called a deferred sales trust that can be used. Now, it is a not new to the world. It's new to me. I'm not some kind of expert. But if you have a business to sell, and I'm not saying you have to use it, should use it, I would be very skeptical before I actually did use it. But I want to let you know that there is something out there to defer and minimize the 
capital gains taxes you would pay on your business if you set up a deferred sales trust properly and you know what you're doing and the people helping you know what you're doing. But having said that, listen to the last segment. Capital gains taxes are going up. And if you're only deferring, if you can pay tax today at 22 23% and avoid paying 43% after Biden makes the changes, I'd probably go ahead and pay it today. Something to consider. You don't want to defer the taxes to the 43% rate. You can just pay it today at 23 All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm back tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Keep it locked in. More local talk is on the way. for the 54th annual Murfreesboro Antique Show and Sale coming up July 16th, 17th, and 18th at the Middle Tennessee Expo Center at 1688 Middle Tennessee Boulevard. $7 gets you in for the whole weekend, so bring the family. Parking's free and food and drinks are available inside the venue. Good afternoon. Watch for your radar out here up and down sections of I-24 near 840 and Medical Center Parkway. Traffic's heavy as expected 24 East coming back in from Davidson County through Rutherford County out towards Manchester. We did see radar there as well. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks family edition is perfect for the kids and the grandkids. Check it out at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. You can only get that on the Wake Up Crew, right? Yes. (laughs) No one else is talking about it at all. Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. An update on the afternoon's top local stories, traffic and weather updates, plus much more. It's all that's news with Matt 